Shalom, this is Yara Ben Emmett again with the Torah Watchman podcast channel. The title of today's edition is, What Does Judaism Say About Ginger Dysphoria? This is a buzzword that's been going around for quite some time now, especially since the Obama administration a little bit before that. When I was training to be a clinical psychiatrist, believe it or not, in the 80s and 90s, I actually have a minor in psychology today, in the DSMR 3 and 4, that's the Diagnostic Handbook of uh, Psychotic Diseases, Mental Disorders, Neurosis, whatever you want to call it, Homosexuality, Gender Dysphoria, all these things, gender, Gender Identity Confusion, Trans... All these things were being treated in in a clinical sense as a mental disorder and they had various treatment programs of that. However, I guess like Obama administration, like like President Obama said in the first term, he believes in um, heterosexual marriage. But as he evolved in his sense of cultural change and cancer culture and he became woke, to the new culture that was rising in his second term of his administration, he said he accepted homosexual marriage. In fact, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled by the bench. The Supreme Court is not constitutionally allowed to create any laws. They are are to uh, legislate and rule against existing laws that are being debated in Congress. But they ruled that in all 50 states that homosexuals can have the same rights as American citizen to have um, marriage, civil unions, marriages, bona fide marriages in all states, and everyone had the rule for that. Uh, anyway, that is the law of the land. It is what it is. But what does Judaism say about this, okay? And the book of Viacra, you can look in the book of Leviticus, um, chapter 20, uh, verse 18, uh, chapter 22, uh, 23, in these sections there is very absolute and very clear what the Torah, you know, the, the books of Moshe that codify the Jewish Bible that we read uh, every Shabbat as Jews in every synagogue around the world, even in Reform shuls that read these same verses when it comes up for that Torah cycle. In fact, I've been in a conservative shul and they read, they said homosexuality is an abomination. But understand the context of the words. First of all, these... These, um, this halakha, these laws, were geared toward and targeted toward Jewish men in Jewish society during tribal Israel's time, thousands of years ago. Essentially, Hashem was telling the prophet Moshe to tell the people, the chief priests and everyone else, don't be like the other people in the world. Don't be like the Canaanites. They do this and they do X, Y, Z, etc., etc., but don't you do what they do, Okay. Um, homosexual acts and uh, and uh, um, uh, implementation as far as a man having intercourse, having sexual relations with an, another man like uh, a man would typically traditionally do with a woman to have offspring, to have children, to, to start the next generation of Jewish family is an abomination, okay? Now, of course, eating non-kosher food, you can say, is an abomination too and everything else. But it raises the bar a little bit there in Viacra. If you read very carefully, it's actually a capital offense. Now, to be fair and everything else, during the tribal Israel's time thousands of years ago, 
uh, actually in the wilderness of Sinai, there were all these laws have been codified and, and written down for tradition. That's why I'm talking about it now, is that this was an anomaly. Homosexual behavior was not a norm within Jewish culture at that time. It was not a norm. It was an anomaly. It doesn't even address women uh, having uh, sexual relationships with other women. Why? Because it was not an issue. It was, it was um, adulterous behavior was forbidden, and certainly that behavior was forbidden. It was a problem with, with a very small fraction and subset of, of Jewish men. Um, but, you know, I, I don't see any evidence in the Torah at all that capital punishment was actually used for anyone that was caught in the act of homosexuality, okay? You need two witnesses to even document that. And that would be a little bit embarrassing to walk into someone's tent and see this activity and then report it to chief priest. Where am I going with this, okay? Gender dysphoria means essentially the same thing as gender identity confusion. A lot of our children, supposedly, um, when you grow up and you have a child and you haven't read boy or girl, biological assigned, just assume standards here. If you have a boy, biologically assigned boy, male or female, they reach puberty at certain ages. Females reach puberty a little bit early, around 12 or so, maybe a little bit younger. And uh, boys reach puberty around 13. Psychiatrists today say even that, that young people and adolescents don't become emotionally mature until 26. So get this, you have trans parents, you have um, same-sex parents that are adopting children, or having children through in vitro fertilization or whatever, and they're raising children to be more like them. So they essentially are raising homosexuals, they're raising trans children, because that's their culture statement. That's their woke, okay? It is what it is, but they are raising children and encourage them, and they haven't reached puberty yet. In other words, their brains are, are not, are, are, have chemical imbalances already. So say if a boy does not have the correct amount of testosterone, say if a girl does not have the right amount of estrogen, and they're confused anyway. My four and a half daughter is confused a lot of times. She thinks she's a mermaid sometimes. Sometimes she thinks she's a prophet Moses sometimes. She has this imagination and animation and I encourage all of that. She plays with boys' toys and girls' toys, but she likes to wear pretty dresses and all of this. Anyway, she clearly has a very strong patriarchal male role model as her father and the same and the converse is true for her mother, for her Ema. We set that and we raise her that way. Science has found, the statistics has found that if trans parents, homosexual parents raise children in this way and then they start messing with their hormones and start changing their hormones and, and, and at an early age before they reach puberty, more than likely they will become homosexual, okay? That's what, that's a, that's what happens statistically. But what is the uh, unintended outcome? In Switzerland, for instance, there's a, there's a 20% suicide rate higher than the norm in, in that country among these trans adults, adolescents, when they reach puberty, they have all kinds of psychological problems because a lot of men who, who say, I have a woman trapped in my body, they're castrated. A lot of women that says, I have a man trapped in my body, they have 
they have their breasts cut off, okay? Mastectomy. And and uh, you have all these things going on. Unfortunately, we don't have all the information yet because this is an anomaly even in the United States, the way it's growing, leaps and bounds. We're teaching this in schools, okay? Jews, a, a number of reformed conservative reconstruction synagogues actually ordain openly gay and lesbian rabbis. That's what they do. But they read the same section in Baraka and uh, Leviticus uh, that I just quoted before. They read it, they accept it, but they say God is adapted, He's changed from and accepted our behavior today. Folks, in conclusion, I'm sorry for this long podcast. What it comes down to is your feelings and emotions. It's not quantifiable. There's no proof whatsoever that a biologically assigned male has a woman trapped in their brain. In other words, they're not born with trans brain. There is a uh, University of California um, study on, on twin, twins, twins and other children like that, and they prove um, UCLA proved that there's no gay gene. So this is not based on quantifiable science. This is not based on genetics. This is based on parents living out their dreams and aspirations through their emotions and feelings, and then like-minded parents raising children to be like them. That's what it is, that's what it is about. But what is Hashem's opinion? Does anyone care what Hashem says about raising a healthy, fully functional family and to in the 21st century i don't know i don't know anyway yarb and emmett signing out god bless you please go to the the torah watchman youtube channel and i will see you real soon